that all the single ladies? <laughs> it show is handy. Is it playing at 1.5 speed? <laughs> no, this is maybe one of my favorite remixes ever of this song. And it has a special place in my heart because Rob and I were in Paris and we were outside in the streets and there was a bar right across the bar we were leaving, across the street in an alley from the bar we were leaving. And this song had just come out and Dave Ode had just remixed it and this was blasting. And I was like, Rob, I've got to fucking figure out this mix immediately. This is that one is of, so awesome. One of the what a greatest mixes. It's one of those that like never fucking gets old. Ever. Ever. It's the best. Listen to this, motherfucker. It's just got it all. As we kick off Gay Pride Month here. Hey, Penny. How is your Gay Pride Month so far? Well, let's see. It is, uh, uh, I was going to say, it's October 2nd. Oh, Lord. It's October 2nd. (laughs) (laughs) If that tells you anything about how my Pride Month is going, (laughs) I don't even know the date. June 2nd, Pride is everywhere. Pride is... I love... I was sending you guys TikToks this morning because I just love... It's like Pride TikTok madness. Oh, I mean, I was even on TikTok the other day, like yesterday or day before, looking at stuff, and it is like... Pride threw up on social media. That's great, though, that it does. I know. And in your favorite colors, the rainbow, just how you love. Oh, my God. (laughs) You know, of course, it's Pride, so I have to do my rap that I do every year for you about (laughs) rainbow everything. (laughs) I mean, can we talk about rainbow everything? I know that it's a part of my culture and the fabric of my being and the history of who I am and who you are, Heidi, as an ally. <laughs> but, but I mean, I made a list. What? I made a yeah, list. Oh, here. I want to hear your list. I love when you talk about this. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I made a ra- a list of rainbow things. You know when you go to the gay pride parades, and it's like rainbow. I mean, so let's start at the top of the body, okay? <laughs> you okay. Can, you add if you think of some new things that we can put on the list. This is my list. All right, rainbow hats, of course. Or rainbow headbands, like anything rainbow on the head, right? you got to have something on the head. Now there's rainbow ears, you know, they have like the rainbow antennas. (laughs) Rainbow antennas, that's good. Rainbow tiaras. Oh, tiaras, that should be on the list. Rainbow crowns. Crowns, yes. Everybody, there's always for some weird reason a lot of Burger King crowns too. See, Why? I don't know. Right. Who runs to Burger King for a crown for pride? Well, this is my point. People go and they find everything they possibly can and just put it all on. Like, there's no editing. Like, Coco Chanel said, before you leave the house, darling, take one thing off. Like, people are like, oh, no. Do the opposite of what Coco Chanel does and put more things on. Right, but because it's a celebration right. of rainbow vomit. Rainbow eyeshadow. Rainbow. Oh, yeah. Oh, rainbow eyelashes, even. This is true. <laughs> it's true. This is true. Rainbow earrings. How about rainbow opera gloves? And I'm talking oh. elbow length, honey. Yeah. You know, what you've about seen it. rainbow stickers all over your face? Oh, all over your face. 
And on your fingernails. Oh, yeah, the stickers on the oh, yeah. face. You're so right. Those particularly piss me off. <laughs> Rainbow fingernails. Rainbow halter tops or shirts. Of course, I mean, you can, the, the sky's the limit on the tops and the shirts, right? Absolutely. I mean, Rain, yeah. If you're in the middle section now, rainbow fanny packs. Oh my God. And backpacks. Didn't even think of that. <laughs> right. And then any sort of rainbow flag. It, it could be a flag. It could be a bandana. It could be anything sticking out of your back pocket. Oh, right. You could put that around your neck. Or you could put, oh, you can take an actual flag and stick it through like your belt loop or in your pockets or in your waist. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they put flags in their hats. <laughs> oh, right. Rainbow you, bikini tops and bottoms and uh, banana hammocks for men. Of course. Oh, you got to have the, the obligatory banana hammock. How about, of course, a belt? You kind of said belts. Pants. I mean, skin-tight pants, loose pants, short shorts. Short uh, it, shorts. Uh, any kind of pants. I mean, all of it. Everyone puts that on. So that goes in the ensemble. Leggings. Rainbow socks. Leggings. Socks. Leggings are huge, huge. Tube socks. Oh, I did write backpacks on my list. Look at that. Oh, good. But you did fanny packs. Fanny packs is even better. That's going to be really big this year because the pack is in. Oh, it is in. Rainbow ankle bracelets, toenail polish, platform shoes, high heels. Oh, yes. I mean, of course, honey. <laughs> Rainbow fairy wings. Oh, my God. That is that is for the win right there. Oh, you, you've got to have fairy wings on the list. <laughs> <laughs> They love those fairy wings. <laughs> and now we've painted this picture. Now, can't you see it? Like, there are people who, and I mean, we're not exaggerating. You go Rainbow down, sunglasses. Sorry. Yeah. No, they have no. the rainbows on them. Oh, you're so right. You go down to the Gay Pride Parade in New York, and you will see not just a few people with all of this on, but I mean, many. All of them. Thousands of people with one of each one of these things we've listed. And. It's just comical because people like literally that they just don't edit. They just put it all on. It's like their one day of the year to put all rainbow articles of clothing and paint themselves every that color. That have been it. stuffed in a box in the back of their closet from the year before. Right. Wrinkled. Gave oh. the pride flag parade <laughs> as a cape. Oh, that's good. That's true. Capes. Oh, my God. The cape. Totally. Total I think cake. the best is the rainbow fairy wings. <laughs> I think so. I mean, that is a staple in every gay's wardrobe that is their first pride. And, you know, it's it's great to see these these kids come out. And I say kids because generally the people we're talking about who kind of do this kind of outlandish dressing are, you know, the guys that don't like really, they've not really done this a lot. This is their first or second or third and it's all new and exciting. They're not old and bitter like we are. <laughs> We've seen it all. <laughs> I think what's so funny, though, it's that it's still, I mean, you get annoyed with that, but it's still pride and it's still happy and it's it still is. fun. It is. I mean, but I must say that I think what's kind of funny is I don't own a rainbow item. You know? I don't think I own a rainbow item. I don't think I do either. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think I do. I mean, oh, I have a flag in there that's in one of my potted plants. 
like that's right. it. But you don't take it out of the potted plant everywhere and go wave no. it every year. No. Well, I guess that's the thing. Everyone doesn't. No one really waves their gay pride flag around or their trans pride flag or their leather pride flag or whatever pride flag you wear. Wave. They don't really do it during the year. So I guess this is the the time that you really you don it. Go out there and make your statement. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and Gay Pride in New York is an exciting thing, and walking in the Pride Parade is super exciting. I got to walk in it uh, once, and of course, I've attended it, Heidi, with you several times, and Delta, and Peaches, and Daddy, and we've all kind of done it, so. Interesting that uh, you mention the Pride New York City Parade. Yeah. I th- I'm sure you're aware, I found out from the ladies on The View yesterday, or the day before, you know. That the march in New York City has banned uniformed officers. Right. And that's kind of fucked up. What right. What do you think about that? I I agree with you. And uh, Rob, who is quasi-law enforcement in a roundabout way that we don't really need to get into, but he thinks the same way. He was like, that's ridiculous. He was like... There's a lot of gay and lesbian ally police officers, and there's a lot of people that want to kill us and blow up the parade and do bad things to us. Like, you need to have a police presence. That's not, that's fucked up. And you're excluding people that, it's like, yes, every cop is not Derek Chauvin. That's the problem. Hello? Sorry, I just, yeah, I'm here. I just got to. Little, little, your internet is unstable, but it's fine now. (laughs) You had this, you had this look come over your face, and I was like, "Oh God, here we go, technical (laughs) difficulties. It's all falling apart." (laughs) But But so yeah, yeah. I thought that's that's pretty messed up. Yeah, I mean, I don't agree with it. I think you need a police presence. I think that completely excluding the police. I mean, it, it goes back to the whole Stonewall, um, uprising back in 1969 where cops were beating the gays and they were the ones that were going in and arresting people and dragging gay people out of out of clubs and bars and beating them and arresting them and taking them to jail and you know i think that there's a a little bit of a stain from that uh but again we've all come a long way since then so it seems a little unfair to saddle the entire New York City, especially police force, with the st- with the same, you know, tarnish that that you know. I'm not what I'm trying to say, but you know, like just because that happened then doesn't mean that it's still happening now to that extent. We've come a long way, and all of these cops are not bad cops. So I don't know. I I don't know. <clears throat> I guess there was a lot of people that wrote in. A lot of people upset about the fact that there was going to be a police presence. Uh, I don't feel safe without him there. Oh, oh! so I'm, I am misunderstood. Yeah. I thought there would be a police presence, but if you're a gay cop, you're not allowed to march in your uniform. Oh, I think that is, I think you're actually right. No, no, I'm, I think that they don't want a police presence of p- police in uniform. They are not invited. Or uh, they're to not have cops at a, parade well, that big but i think they're stationing them like far outside the perimeter and i heard i do not know if this is true that they're going to have private security of some sort that's going to be 
Yeah, no, no. Well, I think they're going to be uniformed in like private security uniforms. Okay. okay. I don't know. Kind of like, kind of like stage security at a concert. Well, kind of like that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So again, but though, still. these people are not trained in any kind of like. Well, that's also the separation, us and them, us and them. I don't like it. I know. I think I don't I, like it. It starts to get this feeling in the last couple of weeks. It just stuff happening it's like go to five steps backwards yep totally yeah i i don't know i'm glad you heard that on the view i was going to talk to you about that because rob was feeling not good about it i'm sure it's a little little fucked up yeah i think it is but But, yeah sorry i just figured we'd talk about that as we were discussing new york pride yeah, no, no, no. Um, I guess, I don't know if there's going to be like a full-on, like as big of a Pride March as there usually is. Um, That's true. I don't know what it's going to look like. I thought it was canceled. I thought they had already made the decision to cancel it. Um, but maybe they've changed it and are going to bring it back on. I haven't really read, honestly. The only thing I really know about the Pride Festival or the is or the festival, yeah, there is going to be a smaller festival down on Christopher Street, like normal, like, you know, we've been to where the parade all funnels out. And ends up in uh, on Christopher Street, <clears throat> but I don't know what you know the the parade itself is going to look like. So we'll see. Lur mm-hmm. is going to be here that weekend, oh, so I'm sure we'll be out and about. We'll go down there. We'll kind of watch it. If he I mean if he's up for watching it, we'll we'll totally watch it. But what what weekend is uh, it- June June twenty eighth or something something like that? Late. Yeah, it's always the last weekend in June. Last weekend in June. Yeah. So, um, did you see the tickets that go on sale tomorrow for right. an August 1st Alegria Pride? I know. Uh, so, that, that explains the message. So, Hadi and I went to Alegria 2019. It's that dance party, the circuit party that we continually talk about on the show that was so amazing. And it was at the Brooklyn Mirage, which has this incredible outdoor space and indoor space with the most insane sound system. And Alegria put on the 50th anniversary Alegria for Pride in June of 2019. And Heidi and I were both there. And, like, it was just so much fun. And so we've been wondering, and that's what we've been talking about this whole time, about, like, when is the Brooklyn Mirage going to open again? Well, it finally came out. July 1st, it opens again. Right, so July—that's the the day after Pride ends. So, right, and then Alegria is going August first. Right, so a month later, and they've already started announcing these big names coming to the Mirage. So, yeah, girl, Alegria Pride is August first. Now, I, I'm just gonna say, <laughs> if you want to go, you come here. Do you want to go? Well, I mean, it's a good time. It is a good time. I mean, it's August 1st. I can totally take off August 2nd. August 1st is a Sunday. I know. (laughs) I can fly out on Saturday and leave on Tuesday. All right. Well, let's talk about this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Maybe. Tickets go on sale tomorrow. I wonder how much the tickets are going to be. Probably like, they're they're not expensive. Like, what, 35, 40 bucks? I don't know, but when I saw that, I was got shivers down my spine. <laughs> I know. Well, see, it's not going to be during like Big Pride Weekend. 
So no. that's interesting. They're still calling it Alegria Prada, though. But I don't care. <laughs> I mean, I'm part of me is like, we said, I think on this show, if someone wants to go back into the archives and check for it, I think we said the first time that Alegria happens, we would be We're going. going. <laughs> All right. I'm, I think... feeling, I'm feeling pretty good about it. So we'll discuss off air. All right. Let's discuss off air. And if any of you fans would like to go with us to see us at Alegria Pride and watch the show, feel free to come along and get your tickets. DM us and uh, right. yeah, let us know. <laughs> well, speaking of that um, circuit parties, I don't know if you heard, but Jeffrey Sanker, do you know who Jeffrey Sanker is? Yeah. So I kind of talked about him before. He's a big name promoter of circuit parties, namely the White Party in Palm Springs, which he founded uh 30 years ago i have it here written down 31st anniversary would have been uh this year he founded it in 1990 but he died on may 28th a couple of days ago at the age of 65 from complications with liver cancer so unfortunately we've lost what some believe to be the king of the circuit so little taps for jeffrey sanker to celebrate his life do you have any circuit taps? <laughs> Actually, that's good. Yeah, maybe I could I could put this onto some circuit music. Um, but no, uh, Y Party is one of those legendary parties that bring brought in like thirty thousand people a year. It was so popular. It was really kind of one of the very first circuit parties that was of prominence. Like, it really put circuit parties on the map. And Lady Gaga has performed there, and Peter Rahoff was a DJ, and I can't remember if Apollo has ever dj there, but, I mean, all the big names of everything have been at the White Party. So everyone was losing their mind on... Yeah, I bet. Uh, White Party was one of the first parties that I really started to hear about Right. Well, on, in, in circuit world with, well, all you, with all my DC fellows. And I was like... What is this circuit party you speak of? <laughs> right. Well, and, uh, and then when I heard about it, I was like, why am I not going to this every year of my life? Well, what have I been doing? I know. Well, that's the thing I ask now. It's like, I've never been to a lot party. Shockingly, I, I've been to a lot of circuit parties. I have never been to an actual white, proper white party. Talking about white party Palm Springs. There's a zillion yeah. ripoffs. I mean, yes. straight people have it on the cruise now. It's it's all over the place. White party. Yeah. Like, that's not the white party I'm talking about. The real white party is the Jeffrey Sinker white party in Palm Springs. And I've never been to it, but I know a you know, ton of people that have. Lur's been to it a bunch. When is it? It's usually at the end of April or early May. I thought it was actually Thanksgiving, but I always get it mixed up with Winter Party in Miami. Winter Party oh, is the one that's thanks- in over Thanksgiving in Miami. Got it. So I would assume because COVID was still, they did not have it this year. No, 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 they did not. They did not. So next year will be a blowout. This year they're doing a special Halloween version in 2021 to make up for not being able to do the white party last year or this year. So they're going to do a Halloween version just to be, and that's going to be more like now, like a celebration of Jeffrey Sanker's life. Because, you know, he really did pave the way, and it's it's amazing that he really did kind of create that that circuit party... um, to, to raise money for HIV and AIDS, 
which kind of is like a the really the true definition of a circuit party is that you're raising money for HIV and AIDS research. That's kind of where they kind of were born. And he was one of the first Wit. to do that. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Which, 40 years today, the first five cases, I think it's June 2nd. Oh, really? Uh, 40 years ago of, was it, sorry, I said 40 years ago. I don't think that's Well, that would be 1980. Right. So, yeah, I 80. mean. So, yeah. Close. For, yeah. Yeah. I, I think it maybe it was in 2021, but they talked about it this morning. That uh, it's the anniversary of the first five cases, and in the U.S. and Fauci has gone on to say he was saying, you know, he foresees in the future, fairly near future, an HIV vaccine. So, well, yeah, because they're going to use this mRNA, mRNA technology. Uh, mRNA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So awesome. Yeah, that's but great. I mean, just... that's that's something that I've heard been discussed. And also, this same technology to be used for cancer. And I guess, you know, we've had this around. All these stupid fucking anti-vaxxers are like, I don't want it in my body. It was developed so fast, and no one knows what it's going to do. It's like, they've been testing this for like for a decade or more. Years. And yeah. these people have devoted their life's work right. for 20, 30 years to get to this point. Right. Cause so you're an idiot. So and you these, know what? The, I am so done with those people. I'm like, I, I don't care. I don't want to hear about you. Yeah. I don't want to hear about your issues. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, and, and at one point, don't you think that it's like, don't they start to see like, okay, hmm, all the people that are around me that know that I know are not being controlled by Bill Gates, remote controlled, you know, like everyone is saying. They're not dropping dead. The, 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 the instances of... The, the the negative effects that the vaccines are causing are now dissipating rapidly. All these people know people who have been vaccinated. Like, don't you start to go, well, hmm, none of that stuff I read about is coming true. <laughs> the re- They're so fucking it's, dumb. It's so dumb. And those are the things I think I'm going to bring up with uh, a certain family member when I see her in July. I'm right. like, so look at all of this that's happening and the only thing you can say is that it was a hurry-up approval by the FDA. Right. So and- that's it. I'm like, look at everything happening around you. But if she's still sitting around like-minded people that yeah. are complaining about the same thing, all it does is keep you... Because you are never talking to anybody that has a different point of view. Well, right. In Facebook and Instagram and... Well, these people are; those people are really just on Facebook. Facebook is a, it's bad. It's an abomination. But it is, and Facebook is the one that's feeding them what they want to see because of that mm-hmm. algorithm keeps it going, keeps it's it disgusting. fucking going. It really Mark is. Mark Zuckerberg, suck a dick. I know for for pride. <laughs> for yeah, exactly, suck a dick. Although he is so gross, I could I would not fuck him with your dick, Hottie. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't loan it for him anyway. Yeah, no. <laughs> Um, speaking of vaccines and masks and everything, I went to the gym a while ago, a quick workout trying to get done because I had to stay overtime, quote unquote, for work today. So I'd kind of cut into my workout time and I was super annoyed. You know how I get when my schedule is interrupted, Heidi. But I do understand. But I was one of like three people with my mask on. Yeah. How busy was the gym? Oh, busy. 
It was busy. at six fifteen. I went at six fifteen. That's like prime time. Oh shit, that's prime time. It's more people than I've seen in the gym probably you know since when I was going to the gym before the pandemic. It's like back to I that level. Worked out indoors today for the first time without a mask. Did you? It was only Rita and I though, so in the space, so I wasn't too concerned. Oh, yeah, that's okay. But still, like I still, but. You know, every shop I've walked into, I have my mask on. Yeah. And now the signs are saying, we would optional. like you. Optional. They've changed optional. it from acquired. Yep. So, Everything has changed. You know. Rob and I did some like browsing in the shitty fucking Memorial Day weather. Like, by the way, I mean, shitty fucking we talk Memorial about Day. That? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I don't know when the last time. it. I mean, it was three days. It started raining Friday afternoon and rained non-fucking-stop until Monday afternoon. It happened across the entire country. That happened here. It happened in Chicago. It happened in Kansas City. It happened in New York. It happened, I mean, well, not in Florida. raining everywhere. I, I was so pissed off on Friday afternoon. I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to get two tickets to go fly to Miami or fly to Fort Lauderdale or fly to Daytona Beach or fly to Orlando somewhere. Like, I'm actually going to go to fucking Florida because I'm so fucking pissed. I'll pay 800 fucking dollars and fly to fucking Florida to get the fuck out of here for this shitty weather. Rob, I told him, so he, of course, we didn't go. And he was, he drove up here in the rain Friday night after work. I mean, again, a slog. And I said to him when he got here, I was in such a shitty mood. I was like, I looked at tickets to fly to Miami tonight. He was like, I did too. <laughs> I was like, that is hilarious. Oh, he, that's awesome. He was fucking thinking the same thing I was. I mean, it was just ridiculous. And who are you going to get mad at? There's nothing to do. I was <laughs> telling I was telling Keith, I was telling everyone, I think the government is controlling the weather. I think they're doing this to keep us inside using that harp system that all those conspiracy theorists <laughs> talk about. Because <laughs> you know there is yeah, a system. Up in Alaska, oh, yeah. that that's how they control the weather. Well, uh, duh. Of yeah. course they do. Of course. That's what made the snow in Texas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I was uh, looking at this. I was kind of looking for some gay pride stuff. And not that this is like celebrating pride, because this is a, more of a negative thing. But it's <laughs> not negative about, I don't know. It's just like, it's crazy. But in 2019, there was a Boston Straight Pride. Did you hear about this? I know. Uh, yeah, I, was I know like, about this. It's what? pathetic. Yeah, it was like started to meet a massive, re- like massive resistance among the community. But it, I was watching some video. There's a was like a um, vast media expose, and basically, it's a bunch of Trump supporters versus the gays. That's what it all boils down to. Like Trump supporters hate gays, and. <laughs> But but the but the ironic thing about this is like their grand marshal was this guy named Milo Yiannopoulos, who is a gay British right wing commentator. But because he's right wing and preaches what they want to hear, that's okay. It's the whole hypocritical thing that we've talked about a zillion. That is hypocrisy times. at its finest. Big like time. come well and like the people that he was, you know, preaching to speaking to that are following him did they know he was gay oh girl yes he was there in a swarovski completely studded red maga looking hat it didn't say make america great again 
But it said, hold on, make America straight again. Oh, my God. In red Swarovski crystals. It was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. And he's sitting there. He's got on full makeup, okay, a diamond necklace, frosted tips, double pierced ears with diamond studs, okay? They know he's gay. Like, it was... That rid- just makes no sense to me. Everything... Yeah. Like, that... It's so annoying. I mean, you're not going to change these people's minds. Like, all the other... The... the the people that are out there marching for gay rights and in opposition of, you know, the the march for straight people. Like, you're not going to change their mind. Like, stop wasting your time. And that maybe that's the jaded part of me talking, but, like, why do you want to get down there and, like, go fucking scream and yell and try just just stay home? Go to the bar and drink with your friends and celebrate being gay. Why do you think do you're going to go down there and change these people's mind? Oh, I'm sorry. He was... Wait. No, he he was he is down there marching in solidarity with the straight people because listen to him here. I got a clip of him. Listen to this. Here, here he is first. But there, there's a there, he he talks about straight men being the most oppressed oppressed uh, group. But listen to him here. He's speaking at the gay pride parade. This is him at the at, gay, at the straight pride parade. Sorry, here he is talking. I mean, listen. I mean, he's gay as a goose. But they that's their hero today. That's their hero because he's speaking with them and for them. Proud of you for coming today and having the bravery to live as open heterosexuals in today's hostile society. Now, we might not be as trendy as gay pride, but we have something better. Women who embrace motherhood. Men who aren't afraid to let their wild side out now and again. We have truth, we have beauty, and we have virtue. And we have something better than all of those things. We have me. Uh. <laughs> Meanwhile, this guy was, he worked for Breitbart, right? But then he he came out in some video clips that surfaced that he was an advocate for pedophilia. And he was basically saying that sexual relationships between 13-year-old boys and adult men and women can be, quote-unquote, perfectly consensual and positive. And, like, like, even that was so much for Breitbart, they even fired him after that. Uh, <laughs> like, I'm... Okay. Like th- that crossed the line for them. Yeah. You're on mute. That's a line crosser. Girl, why oh. are you on mute? I didn't mean to be on mute. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you're talking and I can't hear you. <laughs> that that crosses the line. It does, that's right? That's just disgusting. But even for Breitbart, I'm like, oh, so Breitbart has a line and it's pedophilia. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's too much for their image. Because that's, uh. that's allegedly what Trump is coming back to do. You know, He's going to destroy the whole cable of... Pedophile, pedophile uh, the ring of pedophiles. Um, he's an advocate for neo-Nazis. He said birth control makes women unattractive and crazy and declared his birthday World Patriarchy Day. He favors <laughs> okay, banning... This guy's a fucking nutbag right. as well. He says that being gay is guaranteed to bring gays pain and happiness. I mean, this guy's a legit nut. Totally. Yeah, certifiably. I mean, he is definitely polarizing here. Listen to him talk about how homosexuals have embarrassed him. Meanwhile, I'm looking at him and I'm like, you're embarrassing me. (laughs) He's a dick. How the hell did you get involved with a straight pride bread? Well, why wouldn't I be? I've been been talking about how my fellow homosexuals have embarrassed and humiliated me for the better part of half a decade. It's no <laughs> so surprise dis- that they would want somebody from... What? 
Does he have a partner? Does he have a boyfriend? Funny you ask. Does he he tra- does. He married his partner in 2017 in Hawaii, and in the same month came out against marriage law saying that it would violate religious freedoms. What the fuck? I know. What the actual fuck? Uh-huh. Come on. I know. In March of 2021, he declared he's an ex-gay and would begin advocating for gay conversion therapy. I mean, that pissed me off. This was just a couple months ago. Like, you need to be, you step up to the electrical chair, The fir- you go first, and you show us that you can be converted using gay conversion therapy. Because, I mean, he should be the and guinea pig. And he's still married to his yes. husband. Yes. Right. Of course, Heidi, they're going to have it birth both ways. It's yeah. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. Absolutely. Like, and that there's a platform for him to speak right. is just... At the straight pride parade. I'm like, it's like... In Boston. In Boston. That's like when your kids of say, course. well, when what day is kids' day? It's like, right. every day is kids' day. <laughs> like, exactly. Oh, my God. That side of the fence, you know, to say, do you know what? We're not all like that. Doesn't surprise me at all. I pretty much share all their values. I believe in what they're doing. And it was a fun and happy and joyful and upbeat kind of event it just seemed like a good joke and i can't really resist a joke. The joke so has it paid off how's your joke yeah yeah i did i mean if you look at the total like butt clenching insanity then you're just like dude we're just laughing at the excesses of you this is exactly what this was intended to produce and you haven't disappointed i mean i would want to cave the side of his fucking head in I'll hold the mallet for you. I mean, you. really. like Before he, and after. And then I love that he uses the word butt-clenching. What You are I, such yeah, a I, fay. <laughs> that's, he's pathetic. Pathetic. Here's the best one. He talks about how straight white men are the most oppressed, whatever category or some shit like that here. Who is the most marginalized group in America? Marginalized. Straight white men, for <laughs> sure. And there's more straight white men than some other groups. Most other groups. Yeah. Why does that mean that they can't be routinely demeaned and ridiculed in culture? It's perfectly possible for a group that holds much of the, or allegedly holds, much of the economic or social power to be very allegedly defenestrated. Yeah. And I think they're There's perfectly entitled to defend their position it. if they feel that's what's happening. What did you say? There's nothing alleged about <laughs> holding the power, the financial power in the world. I know. It's just ridiculous. I hope that he slips... That he slips in London trying to get on the train. He does not mind the gap. Yeah. Slips and falls down and a train goes by and hits him. Yeah. And he's nar- mar- mauled and disfigured. For- <laughs> oh, God. I have no problem wishing that kind of harm on someone uh, like that. I really don't care. He's vile. I just really don't give a fuck. Like, you need to be eradicated. I mean, by That's, natural causes, not by not that I'm causing, not that I'm inciting violence, like Heidi. I, I mean, I'm not. <laughs> That's Heidi's oh, job. Right. Oops, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Heidi is the violence insider of WGRL Radio. I am. Well, you start it. You get me all pissed off at people. I know. I know. And then I wish harm to them because it, this stuff gets me going. I'm like, I got to fucking talk about this to get it out of me because it's infuriating. So. Yeah, that's just disgusting. Well, it's like the Caitlyn Jenner effect. It's like the Republican Party is doing the exact same thing with her right now. Like, they're going to embrace her, possibly. I don't know. They've kind of kind of maybe stayed away from her. But they're going to 
if she kind of gets traction, they're going to embrace her for governor. They don't even have though a choice. They despise her. And but she despises but despises gay people and trans people too. So you know what it's kind of like you can have each other, but they all deserve each other. But she scares me though. I'm like what she'll do? No. I'd rather have Matthew She's... McConaughey as the governor of Texas than Caitlyn Jenner as the governor of California. She won't win in California. No, people fucking hate her. Yeah, there's just no way. Yeah. But uh so I think after talking to him, it's a perfect time to play Another song from my girl. Oh, yeah. Miss is it Heather Heston. I always get her name wrong. Heather Heston. This is one of your TikTokers, right? TikTok girls, yeah. She's she's always doing some songs, but it was a good one this morning. All right, here we go. P is for the power you have made. And R is for the riots that called for change. If you do not agree with it, cause pride is here to stay, and that's a fact. <laughs> that's good. Uh, she's the one I think, I don't think we ever played it on here, but uh, she's the one that always says something about eating a bag of dicks, right? Is she the one? I don't know, but when I saw that this morning, I was like, oh, I was like, what is she going to do for E? I was like, oh, eat, about a, eat, eat a bag of dicks. That's great. Right. I swear, like, I've seen her before, she and, like, her whole thing is eat it. a bag of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> you know who needs to eat a bag of dicks is Paula White. What gay pride celebration of the sh- on WGRL would not be complete unless we played a little, a one. I, can, I have two clips here, but I'll settle for just playing one. <laughs> I mean, if they're both winners. Of Paula White. I mean, you know, I'm obsessed with her. I cannot get I enough you- of this fucking woman. <laughs> I mean, she is just nuts. And the shit that comes out of her mouth, and the fact that I've said this before, if you go back and listen, the she just says little fragments of thoughts that don't connect to the next thought. And it this doesn't is, make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but it's just things that like it's like buzzwords that just get in your head and get in your head. Listen to her go. I want you to consider. I love it. <laughs> I want you to consider how we'll compromise and say it's okay to have same-sex marriages. That was done. That was done because they turned marriage into a religion. Because eight years ago under an administration, not because everyone voted into the place, because they took it as legislation, turned it into a religion, and said same-sex marriage. Now you might say, well, Paula, I don't have anything against anyone. What I do say, put that scripture up, because I want you to consider it. Put some things up for me right there. I want you to consider how without anyone saying okay we have the right to vote we have the right because you could never take civil rights away from anyone you can never discriminate against anyone though they do all the time Time. they do all the time christians are are, are, are all the time discriminated against i want you to consider i mean so i guess she's pissed off that what like if you try to break it down she's pissed off that 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 we took a measure in california that the voters voted on right Mm -hmm. and voted for it and then i can't remember what happened the the, she doesn't know what happened right you better consider it but right but so she's (laughs) pissed off that the the, the california government turned it into a law which then got challenged all the way up to the supreme court right and they upheld it based on the religious freedom doctrine and that's Mm -hmm. why she's pissed off and they turned it into a religion (laughs) 
I'm like, it's a religion. You know, gay is a religion. Of course. Right. It's a choice and it's religion. Here she is talking about it's not okay to abort and it's not okay to marry same sex. That evil, those two evil, evil cruxes, they'll never get over it. And you're never going to stop either one of them. It's not okay even if it's culturally acceptable. It's not okay to be addicted to (laughs) pornography. Did you know it's not okay to be addicted to pornography? I didn't know that wasn't okay. (laughs) It's not okay. Because then I'm going to have to talk to some of my friends. (laughs) Yeah, you do, including me. (laughs) It's not okay to be addicted to pornography. (laughs) It's not okay to shack up. I'm starting easy before I get heavier. Oh, she's going to bring it. She's starting easy. You're so right about her voice. She's got the. It's almost like you're right. Those glasses. I'm easy before I really get to get heavy. <laughs> and it, it's like she's those like, veneers are are fighting. She's got veneers. <laughs> those teeth are fighting to jump out of her mouth. They are. To be a racist. I'm racist. It's not <laughs> Ralph Sorella. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Except Ralph is not even this bad. Hey, <laughs> to be lawless. I'm going to hit both because it's not one or the other. It's not okay. You want me to just keep on going? Yeah. Or should I just leave it there and let you fill in the blanks? No, no. Keep going, No, girl. Get heavy. It's fine that we minister to everyone. It's not okay to have an abortion. It's not okay to marry the same sex. (laughs) I knew that one was going to be the one, all right? Oh, yeah. It's not okay. I knew that was going to be the one, all right? I like how she gets close. I, that was going to be the hey, one. The that one that what? An, I knew that was... Like, right. Like, is that the one that got people, like, right. going a little nutso in the crowd? Right, but they were, but they didn't really, Standing like, cheer up, and go getting crazy. getting ready to testify. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. I mean, as nutty as she is, uh, I, I will never get tired of listening to her, but she's not done anything as crazy as she did from that very first time that I found that that whole thing when she did this strike and strike and strike that and strike when and Trump strike. was right. winning or Trump was losing Trump was losing I mean this is one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life like when angels were being dispatched from Africa right she was in that I mean and there she goes thinking she's speaking tongues yes I mean I was absolutely hypnotized by this clip <laughs> I could not stop watching it I mean we did a whole show on that one clip I think but yes we I love- just wonder so I'm listening to her then and I'm like I wonder what it's like to wake up and be her child well he's he's drank the Kool-Aid too right and there's a um there's a just a show out there that I think it was on Netflix and John Goodman was uh, the star, or there was a few of them, but I think it was called The Mighty Gemstones, and it was all about, like, the family and preaching. Oh, really? And Oh, yeah, and it's funny, but I was like, I wonder what it's like, like, to wake up, and you got to start praying right away, and everything's got a message, pray some more, oh, yeah. oh. and then some more. I mean, just all fucking day oh my god yeah that's what they do I mean, that's totally I what just, they do all fucking day 
Uh, I know. Uh, I don't think so. Sorry, Paula, not for me. Yep. <laughs> um, so so yeah. when we um, ended the show last week, we were kind of, um, you know, talking about Chrissy Teigen. Yeah. And kind of what got her in trouble. And so I thought I'd uh, kind of just fill you in in that a little bit more. So I think it was like in 2011, uh-huh. there's this woman woman she was a girl she was 16 her name was um courtney stoden okay and she married a 51 year old actor okay Okay. doug hutchinson 16 married a 51 year old okay and his like claim to fame was that he was um like the mean jail guard from the green mile ah Okay. Anywho. Okay. So before Chrissy Teigen was anyone, so when this was happening, she was like 26. Chrissy was 26 and Courtney was 16. Okay. And she was literally death threat. I don't know threatening, just asking her to take a dirt nap. Oh, (laughs) like to go kill herself, right. Yeah. Courtney, um, Chrissy Teigen at Courtney Stoughton. My Friday fantasy, you, dirt nap, mmm, baby. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen at Courtney, go to sleep forever. <laughs> On the eighth day of Christmas, my true love gave me an eighth. Of, I don't know what the hell that was. That's part of it. Chrissy Teigen, what drug makes you do that with your mouth? Asking for a friend who really wants to know how to look like an idiot. Thanks. Whoa. And then she says, <laughs> right? Oh, wait, that one, wasn't it? So she, that she just recently, like, so sorry. I heard that she deleted 60,000 tweets. Who, Chrissy? Chrissy Teigen has deleted 60,000 tweets. First of all, then I was going has... down through this rabbit hole. She was talking some weird shit about, remember toddlers and tiaras? Yes. She was making like kind of inappropriate comments. Really? Yes. See, all those tweets and, are archived by some. There's some place that archives them all, and they still have them. I mean, you can delete them all day. They're still on the secondary site. <laughs> They're still there. They were like, "Remember how you think you can delete a tweet? Right. You can't delete anything, you anything from yeah. the internet. It's like you can't delete an email either. <laughs> like, Sixty thousand. So who she married? <laughs> Who has that time? To, I can't even get a fucking tweet. Who can make 60,000 fucking tweets? That is remarkable. I mean, that's 60,000 deleted. How many total has she got? Uh, that d- is, that's a shit ton. That's like ridiculous. So many. That's crazy. So she married John Legend, Legend right. in 2013. Okay, right. So this had all kind of gone... You know, she was, I guess, deleted, cleaning up her act. Yeah. Da, da, da. So I was watching, um, oh, what's his name? Wallace uh, on YouTube today. What's his name? Oh, D'Angelo the, Wallace? Yes, D'Angelo Wallace. I and love he him. Did a big, he did a big bit on this about a week ago. And oh, he rightfully, did? Right, yeah, and rightfully so. He was really talking about who tweets this stuff at a child right. who was literally being abused like through the divorce, she was being groomed. It was just really all this sick shit. 
And here's Chrissy Teigen just making everything worse, just tweeting at a 16-year-old. And she has lost, I think, every deal, every contract. Good. She came out and apologized, but I'm... It's right. not looking too good for Chrissy. I love the apology. It's like, you're not sorry. Well, you aren't <laughs> sorry at all. No. Your husband was like, I'm going to divorce you if you don't say sorry. You've lost all of your money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what happens behind closed doors? I mean, that's like what Howard Stern always talks about with like Julie Chin Menvez and like all of these disgraced Hollywood bigwigs. Like, what the fuck it goes on, on in those houses when this shit happens? When your famous husband or wife fucks up. Right. Like, I mean, and they were kind of on top of the... They were pretty... Uh, yeah. They were on top of things. Yeah, people... And now... People idolize them. Well, you know, that's good. I just don't see how people have the time to tweet like that, much less get into these Twitter wars with each other. I just don't have it in me. And I've always said, like, even like even with those tweets that they she just now she tweeted that stuff to the to that kid, take a dirt nap, blah blah. Yeah, obviously inappropriate, especially to do to a minor. Blah blah blah. I I know, but like I listen to that, and for me, I just laugh inappropriately. Like I just laugh at it. Like you can write whatever you want to me. Like okay, like I'm just just laugh at Jeffrey Star gets into those Twitter wars, or he used to. He's kind of toned it down a little bit. But he gets into those Twitter wars, and it just ends in just trouble. Like, you make an ass out of yourself. You're going to offend a group of people. So why don't you just not say anything? Or if you want to do something, go onto your video channel or come onto a radio show and talk about it and make a joke about it. Like, to get into the back and forth on Twitter is not going to accomplish anything. It's kind of like the whole straight pride parade. You're not going to change these people's minds. Like just get, just stay out of it. Like you're you're doing Stop. nothing. Well, there's a TikTok um, channel, not channel, but there's a TikTok group where they have famous people reading shitty tweets about them. Well, right, Jimmy Kimmel started tweets. that. Oh, did he start that? Oh, one? So now yeah. there's a whole yeah. It's and it's pretty funny. Oh, it's a it's and, fucking hysterical. Yeah, I've been. Going down that rabbit hole, and it's oh, pretty good. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel started that years ago. Years ago. You need uh, to go watch drag queens read mean tweets about each other. Oh, I'll love that. Oh, that. my God. It's great. Bianca Del Rio, all of the real drag queens are on there, and they read tweets about bad tweets I'm about sure. each other. It's really fucking good. <laughs> it's great. I love any of those like that. Yeah, Jimmy started that, and when he just started doing that, I was like, this is amazing. This is fucking amazing. Yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Well, Chrissy, you did it to yourself, honey. Yeah, sorry, sorry girl. girl. Yeah, not sorry. I mean, what? Sorry, sorry not, sorry. not sorry. Sorry, dumbass. All right, Heidi. Well, I want to play a little game with you because it's Gay Pride Month. Ooh, I love a game. We, this is a good game, I think. There's only, you know, just a few questions, but I thought, you know, maybe there'll be another game later on in Pride Month, but just to get your whistle wet... I wanted to play a little game with you and ask you a few gay pride questions just to test your is, prowess. Ooh, is this going to get me whistling a rainbow? This is going to get you whistling a rainbow. You're going to put on all of your gay rainbow stuff. You're going to put on your gay 
your antennas, your fanny pack, your halter top, your boots, your your opera gloves, your earrings, your lipstick, your eyelashes, all of it. It's all going on. Your Sweet. bra, your panties, <laughs> everything rainbow. This is to get you in the spirit, all right? All right, right, here we go. Your first question, let me give you some thing. Let me get some thinking music up here. I don't have like an introductory game song. Do, do, do. Pride thinking music. I need, I need like a theme song. We're not there yet, ladies and gentlemen. We'll get there soon. Um, <laughs> here we go. Let's see. All right, here's your thinking music. Ooh, we love that thinking music. <laughs> these are, are these questions are fairly easy, so I don't think you'll need a lot of thinking music. But so your first question on Gay Pride Trivia is this. Oh, wait, here. Maybe I can let me do one thing. It'll be funny. Oh, I thought I could get it quickly. Yay! Gay Pride Trivia. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. Uh, for real. All right, your first question. Now a famous talk show host... Which TV personality played the first starring character on a TV sitcom to come out as lesbian? <laughs> you know it. I think she's going to be quitting her show in 2022. Oh. I'm going with Ellen. Ellen DeGeneres. You know what? You got that right. Here she is coming out on her show. This is this is so hard, but I I, I, I think I've realized... That I am, I can't even say the word. Why can't I say the word? I mean, why can't I just say, I mean, what is wrong? That why, why do I have to be so ashamed? I mean, why can't I just say the truth? I mean, be who I am. I'm 35 years old. I'm so afraid to tell people. I mean, I just, Susan, I'm gay. <laughs> and then she that actually What's that? That was the defining moment on television. That was amazing. And, you know, that's why I have a hard time with all of this stuff with Ellen. Like, all these, all this hate towards her and everything that she's going through. And, like, the sexual harassment and she's a monster and all this stuff. Like, I mean, she kind of, like, was instrumental in gay culture becoming mainstream. A hundred percent. Like, it's like, I don't know. I have a hard time believing that about her. I, just because it's all printed in thread and... And it doesn't mean it's true, and none of us know what's going on behind the scenes. But she is quitting the show, and I i don't know. I'm like, it kind of makes me sad because I remember watching The Ellen Show, that, t that sitcom, and I remember I was back home in Oklahoma, and of course I kind of knew I was gay. I kind of figured it out by that point. And I just remember watching that, and I would just remember thinking like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Like I knew enough to yeah, know that it's incredible. like this was something happening. It was really yep. Really great. All right. Your next question is <laughs> This man made history by becoming the first gay black man to win an Emmy for this show. Who is he? Rue Paul. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the wrong answer. <laughs> what? They won an Emmy? What's that? Are you looking for his real birth name, or is it Billy Porter? It is Billy Porter. 
Oh, I was going to say Billy first, but then I was like, Rue won an Emmy. She did, but Billy, I guess, well, I think it was maybe for, maybe it's for a certain category, but that's what, when I was looking, pulling the trivia, that's, it says first gay black man to win an Emmy. Oh, oh yep, wait, did yep. RuPaul win an Emmy or did she win a Golden Globe? No, she won an Emmy. Oh, you know what? No, no she won an Emmy. an Emmy. She won an Emmy. Anyway, but here he is. Anywho. Accepting his Emmy. God bless you all. The category is love, y'all. Love. I am so overwhelmed and I am so overjoyed to have lived long enough to see this day. James Baldwin said, took many years of vomiting up all the filth that I had been taught about myself and halfway believed before I could walk around this earth like I had the right to be here. I have the right you have the right we all have the right yes honey yes honey sing it honey yeah that was great i love he's, him I, he, i'm a big billy porter fan he's amazing and by the way i watched four episodes of pose that oh, show yeah, you're ahead of me that show is so fucking amazing like it's, uh, it's just incredible i can't believe that this is it you you know, I know, you know, I it's know. only got like two more episodes. There's only, I think, I seven. Uh, yeah, I think that's it, uh, girl. Seven. And that's okay. I'm so glad that we learned about that quick. Oh, God. Right away. And we were on that like flies on shit and that we had that moment. Right. I mean, that's just that's incredible. So good. All right. Your third question. Let's get back to the action. Which dance craze was made mainstream by one of the most iconic female performers which originated in the LGBTQ underground ball culture? Which dance craze was made mainstream by this iconic female musical artist? Oh, the iconic... Yeah. I mean, voguing by Madonna. Um, duh. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah. One of the best songs ever made. Sing it, girl. And if you haven't seen Paris is Burning for all of you kitties out there, Run, don't walk. Vogue, don't walk to watch it because it's fucking incredible. Phenomenal. 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 And if you're watching, if you're watching Pose, you have to watch Paris is Burning. You have to. Oh my God. All right. Thank you, Madonna, for. I mean, that's another song. It never gets old. Like you can play that song. And Ever. I think every every generation, even even now, there's there's young. Uh, kids that have been exposed to a lot of music but don't really know who Madonna is and but they know Vogue. It's Vogue, they know Vogue. But can you believe there's people who don't know who Madonna is? How is that possible? I, I don't can't know. That. I do it not know. It does not make any sense to me. <laughs> but there are people. I mean, eventually I guess you'll finally be exposed to her at some point or another, but I'm like or you might that... not. That's the weird thing. You might not. I know. I think it's like really like like Taylor Swift and Ariana Grande, which Ooh, there's nothing. I'm gonna ask my nieces that are like ten and nine. 
Oh, do it. At this summer, I'm going to ask them if they know who, but, but, well, their mother, but they might not know. I know. See, like, what does Harper know? I would think so, but I'm going to ask her as well. Ask her. Ask her. All right. Next question. Who played the famous Roy Cohn in the epic HBO series Angels in America? Who played Ugh. Roy Cohn? Another iconic, pivotal, moving, earth-shattering I'm series on HBO that everyone should watch. Wrong. It was a it was a stage play, but HBO to me did the best job at turning Tony Kushner's play into a television series. Angels in America absolutely blew my fucking mind. I'm gonna get it wrong. All right, what is your guess? I've vamped long enough. You've had time to think. <laughs> it's time for your Al answer. Al Pacino. What? Al Pacino. Oh, you got it. I wish ah! I was an octopus. A fucking octopus. <laughs> that's Eight it. Long arms and all those suckers. Know what I mean? <laughs> no. You are? Oh you my are? God. No, that's okay. I think. What? Hey, lady. I. I. Roy Sorry. What kind of greeting is that? I thought we were friends, eh? Al Pacino, he's amazing. As Roy Cohn, the evil Roy Cohn, he was so fucking good. I think you just named my series that I'm going to watch for Pride Month. Oh, you should watch it. That is worth it. I mean, I've seen it like two or three times. Yeah, I have not seen it in four ever so i'm going in thank you I'm, I'm starting it tomorrow yeah it is fucking so good so good awesome all right one more you're doing good i think you only got one wrong so you're three out of five here we go last song or not song last question <laughs> well kind of a song what <laughs> what song and artist has become synonymous with gay pride since it was made famous in one of the highest grossing movies of all time, when you adjust for inflation, since it came out in 1939. What song and artist? This is a double answer, Heidi. What song and artist has become synonymous with gay pride since it was made famous when adjusted for inflation by one of the highest grossing movies of all time <laughs> since it came out. 1937. Judy Garland <gasps> and Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Oh my God, she's the Wizard done of it Oz. again. She did it. She got it right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I am amazing. Do I win a pride flag? <laughs> you win. You win a rainbow uh, halter top to wear to Pride. Yeah, no one wants to see that. <laughs> For your over-the-shoulder boulder holders today, you get a Tata towel that is <laughs> Pride colors. All right, there you go. There's your little gay Pride game. You did good, Wonderful. honey. You did great. That was a good game. We need to have more games like that. We need to get some callers in here to play the games because, you know, some people wouldn't be able to answer those questions. That kind of made them easy because, you know, it's like this is supposed to be a learning experience. There's a lot of people that couldn't answer those questions. Oh, totally. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. I know gay people that could not answer those questions. I know. That's the thing. That's just like, whoa, that's kind of like crazy. Um, so I figure maybe we, I know you're a week behind me, but did you watch, you haven't watched, did you finally watch your Art Simone yes. RuPaul Down Under? I did. I did watch it. Um, I was very pleased that she was brought back. I was very glad to see Art brought back. Um, I do like her. I was really sad to see Anita Wiglet go. I'm starting to like get to know the queens. Like this has been a hard season for me to like get to know the guy outside of drag and the the excuse me. Oh my god, I just burped. And the queen in drag. Like it's mm-hmm. like because when they're out of drag in the confessional room, like they'll wear a hat sometimes, and I can't picture them without the hat on and see what they look like. And so I've had a hard time connecting the names to who they are out of drag and even in drag. Like the bigger the Maxi Shield, see, I know Maxi Shield now because I finally committed it to memory. But I remember watching the second episode, and I was like, "Who is that big girl?" Like I didn't. I was like, "I don't even know which one that is." Like I didn't even know there was a big girl like that on the show. So I finally got to know them all and finally committing them to memory. And Anita Wiglet, I just love. And now she's gone. Yeah. It was interesting. There's this, uh, and I'm going to get the name wrong. Did I remember? Um, The Drag Detective. The Drag Detective. Yeah, one of those, you know, one of those fans that just tears it apart. Oh, oh, I see. Everything about it. And saying that the way that they're just rigging the contestants, like a lot of the fans out there, they're getting rid of the queens that fans really love. Oh, really? They're really pushing. It sounds like it's like they're really pushing um, Karen from finance. Maybe, maybe not Ketamine. Uh, but an art Simone, like they're really pushing the production of it is really pushing these girls, one of these girls to win. Well, right. But and it's that like but the, a lot of the fan favorites are getting eliminated and shouldn't be. Well, but I know, so I but like the show has been refilmed before it came out. You can't, there's no way to save the fan favorites. The show is done. It's not like they're <laughs> manipulating the, the show as the, the, we're watching it. I mean, that just doesn't make any oh, sense. No, but he was saying that even, like, they have their picks from the beginning of who they're going to go through. Well, but then I was like, you know what? That's also all hearsay. Allegedly, this is what they're doing. Allegedly, it's that produced. I do think but, that it uh, is, though. I do think that. Well, he was talking. What did he call it? Um, well, that was the whole thing I was talking about that time with season 13 and how Bussy Queen was talking about how they wanted them all to lip sync like this and separate them into groups and they could then control it even more. That that mm-hmm, was the manipulation mm-hmm. behind season 13. So it's hard, though, because there's, you know, so few queens. I think what they start with nine, maybe right. ten. Yeah. This is a small group. Yeah. 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 It's a small group. Yeah. But it was interesting because he bitched about the editing as well, which I guess I can see it. Why? What's wrong with know. the editing? Well, he, you know, he's this guy's like, well, you know, I know I have a. He's like, I just feel like I could edit it better. Oh, He's like, God. I think a lot of people. And I was like, oh, here you go with your film degree. Right. But oh, it's like, see, I, 
I sit there and I'm like, I love it. I love when it feels less produced and like the editing might be a little bad. Oh like, my god, goes back to the old days. I love it. Yeah, I like the season one filter, honey. I want Vaseline on the lens. <laughs> <laughs> like I want it to be like a little, a little rough. This season, yeah, I want it a little rough. This, Drag is is a little rough. Yeah, this season thirteen, it just it, it's just the the. It's just too perfect feeling. I didn't like it. He he did say that. He was like, you know, it doesn't feel like an overproduced season 13. Right. Like, no, it doesn't. Yeah. But, but yeah, so I'll wait to talk to you about. So did you watch the week. one from, okay, you already came about, yeah. Rob and I were going to watch it this weekend, but we were just doing other stuff and um, we just didn't watch that one. But we did watch the four poses. We watched the Rue. Oh, you know what? We also watched... Oh yeah, this is interesting. Did you watch A Quiet Place? Oh my god, I was just telling Rita. I'm like, I really want to watch A Quiet Place because I want to watch A Quiet Place too. People I know. are ranting about it, and we can go to the theater and see it. Right. So, so we're we... going to watch it. Did you? We did. Do you and... want me to say what I think about A Quiet Place? I do, because I probably already feel it. I mean, I was expecting to be blown out of the water. I like the concept and everything, but that's a no for me. <laughs> I'm like, it was a little like, okay, kind of, I don't want to say stupid, but like, you know what it wants to be is alien or aliens. You know, did you watch both? Alien and aliens All is the best. Aliens three or four or five, however many they did. Those aren't like as good as Alien and Aliens. Those mm-hmm. two blew the best. my fucking mind. Now that is what this wants to be. I know it does. So, <laughs> girl, I, it's I so really nice. I, so when I saw the ad for the very first one, I was like, I love Emily Blunt. Me too. Love her. Love her. I was like, I have no desire to see that. It seems yeah. absurd to me. And Rita was like, I am not watching that. Oh, yes. Like, you have to live your whole life quiet. That is fucking stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but all the hype on Quiet Place 2. Oh, my God. I mean, it has been a complete media blitz. For- and you know why? Because it's the first movie, the first big movie that was saved. Well, what? Because well, like- it premiered right before COVID, and then they pulled it, and it was the one movie that wasn't released. Right. On any of the streaming that on the streaming platforms, so it was the first big movie to get back out into the uh, get out into the theaters. So yeah. they're pushing the shit out of it. Yeah, and they did a good job. I mean, whoever was behind it, John Krasinski or whatever his name is, who is her husband, he wrote and directed and did the, sh- the cinematography and like fucking mm-hmm. everything, you know, all of it. And he, I think, made the decision to be like, we're pulling the movie. We'll put it back out after this is over. And uh, to me, yeah. you know what? Brilliant decision. I think so too. Yeah. But and I was for hoping them. you'd say it was good. I was hoping I would say it was good too. I was like, this is going to be good. I mean, people won't shut the fuck up about A Quiet Place too. I was like, this is. there's got to be something to this. There's got to be something there. And I was like, Rob, let's watch this. And he was like, no. And I was like, I, I really want to watch A Quiet Place 2, but I don't think we can watch that until we watch A Quiet Place 1. So come on, let's just watch it. So we watched it. And I mean, <laughs> I didn't look over at him and say anything. I was just like, okay, I'm just going to like let this go. 
but I know that he was fucking annoyed. <laughs> He's going to hear this and be laughing because... I yeah. know that Rita will talk through the whole thing, too. Just be like, this is ridiculous. This would never happen. Right. This is not happening. <laughs> oh, it totally would never happen. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's that level of just ridiculous. So, yeah, we watched that. Um, but, yeah, back to what we were trying to talk about was RuPaul. We didn't watch the last one that came out on Saturday, whatever, the 28th or something. That's fine. I know you'll watch it next week. Yeah. Or later this week. Yeah. So. Good. Yep. Well, Heidi. Well, girl, happy Pride. Happy Pride. I think we. You have... know, the last Pride we spent together was uh, New York World Pride in 19. I know. Well, we're going to continue to celebrate Pride and be gay all month here on WGRL Radio. I'm expecting to see some rainbow in your background next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't, what rainbow do I have? I mean, I'm going to have to get, what, the flag, my plant flag in here? <laughs> God, I'm going to come in here to the next show and I'm going to have, I'm going to go and specifically buy a bunch of rainbow stuff and just come here and just look like a rainbow threw up all over me. <laughs> look I mean, like rainbow bright. Yeah. Oh boy. Awesome. All right, everybody. Well, well, happy pride. And you are going to see us somewhere very soon, I think, Adi. I think so. See you on the dance floor. <laughs>